Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the story of January. January, the first month in our 12-month yearly calendar, was named for the Roman god Janus, or Janus, as it would have been pronounced in Rome. Janus was the god of passages who oversaw gates, doorways, and all beginnings. Janus was depicted with two faces looking in opposite directions, one back to the past and one forward to the future. As guardian of thresholds, Janus held a key in his left hand and a staff in his right, signifying his ability and authority to open the gate. Janus also oversaw the rising and setting of the sun, the gateways of day and night as well as the start of each new season, as these were the thresholds through which the year herself passed in her cycle around the year. And Janus guarded the door of the new year, through which time and life passed in their annual rounds. But as I am fond of saying, scratch a god, find a goddess. And we don't have to scratch very hard to find the goddess behind the double masks of Janus. Her name is Jana or Jana. Jana was, by the time of the Roman Empire, merely a minor moon goddess and wife of Janus. But Jana and Janus had existed as a couple from much earlier times, when she was the great moon and mother goddess Diana, and he was her son, the oak god Dianus. Diana and Dianus embodied the Indo-European myth in which the goddess gave birth to her son each winter solstice. He grew to manhood by spring, impregnating her by summer, dying in the fall and returning to her womb from which he was reborn at solstice. Thus, Janus was originally the son and lover of Diana, the queen of the woodland, goddess of the moon, and mother of all creation. The etiology of the name Diana shows that it combines two words, di meaning divine, and ana meaning mother. From ana and yana we get the word yani, which in Sanskrit means vulva, the female genitalia. The yani was thus birth, <clears throat> but both life-giving and life-devouring. The yani had two faces, one looking forward toward life and the other looking back toward death. By the time of patriarchal Rome, the role of yana had been usurped by Janus, who now kept his stern and solitary vigil as immortal keeper of the door of the year, never to be born or reborn again forever removed from the vitality and joy of being the son and lover of Diana. One surprising representation of the Yanni was the figure of the Sheila Nagig, the squatting female carved into the archway of Christian church doors in Celtic regions. The Sheila Nagig grasped the edges of her vulva and pulled them apart to reveal her gaping womb. The Christian explanation of the Sheila Nagig was that she was a demon who was set over the door, gargoyle-like, to frighten away evil. But far from being a demon, the Sheila Nagig was yet another image of the mother goddess who invited all who entered the church to symbolically enter the doorway of the sacred womb. I think January ought to be called 
Yaniary, since it marks the gateway between former existence and future existence. This threshold, of course, doesn't happen just once a year, for each moment is a gateway. But it is good once a year to officially honor the Yaniary. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.